Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your partially prepared penguin. It's like you used penguin before. I did not use penguin before. I feel like you did. I feel like I used parakeet before. I think you used penguin before, too. I mean, I've either used, way. I use a lot of animals, so that's welcome fine. Welcome to a new episode of Lovers Quarrel. Yes, welcome, welcome. With your host, Danny, and your host, TJ. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction after the introduction. I mean, listen, let me be great sometimes. You're always great. Um, that's debatable. How are you doing today, Danny? I'm doing okay. I'm I like actually, this, you know, this nice little sway. Uh, my my turban, my head wrap. Yeah. Because my hair is a bush under here. I'm getting braids soon, so that way I can uh, flourish again. I feel like there was a movie and someone had like the head wrap like that. Somebody. One of my kids told me today I look like the genie from Aladdin. <laughs> from the new Aladdin? I'm guessing so because the genie from Robin Williams' genie didn't wear a turban. But okay, they weren't saying it to be rude. They were just—it was a genuine like, Miss Parson, you look like the genie from Aladdin. See, I can't see Danny, but let me tell you about her. She got her eye—her eyelashes is popping. Shut up. She got these matte finished nails. That leads right into my elevator talk. She got these matte. I wanted to try something different. I mean, be great. Do you like them? No, I don't like them. I'm hating. <laughs> Why are you hating? Because they ain't for me, so. Oh, my God. I told my nail tech you would say that. Listen, you ain't ever do, you ain't ever do matte finish for TJ on a regular weekend, but you want to go to New Orleans, want to be out here thotting and bopping, <laughs> so you were going all out. It's not going I, I just wanted you. to try something I different. I see you. You want to try something different for... New Orleans. I see you. Whatever. I see you, love. <laughs> it's about making sure everybody enjoys it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Make sure everybody? Who's you, everybody? Me and you. That's not, nah, not. Nah. Go ahead. You definitely wasn't going to say, who's everyone? Me and you, nigga. Uh, okay. Let's just make sure. I'm, I got, you know, I wanted to get like a matte finish. Okay. Because I thought it was kind of cool. I saw something online. Okay. And then I wanted to try something different. Because try something different for your trip. I like it. I'm glad you like it. I'll wear Matt more often. Anyway, this is your first time listening to us. Welcome. If this is your second time listening to us. Welcome back. If this is your third time, in the words of TJ, you're a lover. In the words of Danny, your family. Yes. So. Before we go in this elevator, listen, live show, November 17th. Up. Get your tickets. Do the thing. LQ Live. Dot eventbrite.com. Yes. November 17th, 3 to 5 p.m. at the Bowery Poetry Club. Yes. You're going to get to see all of this in person, all this greatness. It is pretty great. My matte nails. We have amazing talent and the Oprah Rose Show hosting. It's going to be a really, really special moment. And our guy, Reek, the one man bandstand himself from the Good Brother Experience podcast, mm -hmm. the original black man. He will be in the building. He is one of our guests. I mean, I he just, talked about it on, on his episode, so you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but because he said it, it was now like, we can say it. Yeah, now I can say it. Because like now it's on wax, so it's yeah, like exactly. So you know, he can't back out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't back out, freak. <laughs> Please don't so, back out. <laughs> you know, that's one of our uh, su surprise guests. We're still working on, on other things, but listen, it's going to be a fun time, and you know, we can't wait to see y'all all there. Also. 
Speaking of Reek, he has his event, Jack in the Box, mm-hmm. on November 16th. So listen, you can make this a whole weekend of podcasting. Mm-hmm. You can go to Reek on Saturday, Danny and TJ on, on Sunday. Lover's Quarrel. So Jack in the Box uh, is a all-you-can-drink Jack Daniels. Oh, my God. So regular Jack, Honey Jack. I don't know if they I have am the cinnamon Jack. I am listening to that. So... If you go to Jack in the Box, and Box is spelled B-O-C-K-S, dot splash that dot com, you can get your tickets. That's so much. Jack Daniels, you know, I haven't really partaken in that since I was uh, my 25th birthday. Did you I, have that when you 25th birthday? I did. Jordan gave me shots of Jack. Got you. And I was dead. You know, Jack Daniels is a great beverage, so. I mean, you enjoy a good Jack and Coke. I mean, I mean I've had shots of it since then. You but can't fuck up a Jack and Coke. I like, there's certain know. drinks that you can't fuck up. A Jack and Coke, that's like, if you fuck that up, you shouldn't be drinking. Fair. But now, let's get in this elevator. Mm-hmm. Are you going first or am I going first? Um, Let me go first. All I right. want to go down. Going down. Let me tell you about these badass kids in my neighborhood. Oh, okay. TJ's big man. Come out of my house, and my car was fucking eggs. <laughs> this is not funny. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. It was egged. The yolk was staining the the uh, the windshield, and some 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 on the side of my car. And I had to go to. I went to the car. First off. I didn't know, but I was supposed to like wipe it off first. So I went to the car wash. Oh, you drove to the car wash with egg on your, on yeah, your car? Yeah, I, I picked up Tatum first. With egg on the car? Yeah. Okay. And then that was also a bad thing. So I pick up Tatum, go get to the car wash, and she loses she her shit. She don't like the car shit. wash. When I say she loses her shit, she was like... She's like, I want to get out. Yeah, that's what she said. She's, I'm like, get out. I'm like, you can't get out. We're going to get with what? She does She's not. like, daddy, let me hold your hand. I was like, oh. She does not like the car wash she at all. She not. So, these little motherfuckers. <laughs> I would call them another word, but I'm not going to do We're that. We're not going to assume their race. These little motherfuckers. You know what? I used to hear stories about people who egged like cars and egged people, and I never thought nothing about it. Oh. But now, oh, okay. Hope, as an adult, I'm gonna put a pin in that part. Go no, don't want to put a pin in it. I'm saying, like, it, ne- it I never equated uh-huh. what it meant. Like, and then when in, when I told Danny, she brought up uh, her story of when she was in college. I got egged, and they egged her. <laughs> they egged me. Egged the shit out of her. It was right in the chest. So, but. Listen, clothes is clothes. So you didn't care. But don't fuck with people's cars. Oh, so it's okay for me, your girlfriend, to have gotten hit. hit, I felt bad for you then. I got hit square in the chest on your road. Well, I'm I'm just saying it's it can get. I don't know. Listen, all I know is that my car it started peeling on the side. Mercedes did say that that would could happen because of these motherfuckers. Listen, I'm so angry. Like I wish I was outside. I would have beat someone's kid's ass. Like. Or I would have just ran over them. Like, why not? Like, why the fuck would you egg somebody's car? Because kids are dumb and they do dumb things and it's Halloween week. And you know how that makes me feel? Mm-hmm. Because when one of them kids get their heads blown off, oh. I don't feel bad. I can't fit I can't feel bad for people who do bad shit. And what typically happens, 
speaking to my father about this, what typically happens is it's a group of them, and the person who's like, hey, let's go egg the house, or let's go egg cars, or whatever, that person doesn't get hurt. It's the person who was following who the damage happens to. But listen. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you all the way up until like the, like. Nope. If I'm they sorry. get like. I'm still because, angry. I mean, you can be angry, but it's also like. If I heard that somebody got I'm, ran over because they were throwing eggs at a car, I'm not going to feel bad. I'm sorry. I mean, if somebody tries to like mow somebody down or like hurt them because of a a childish and inconvenient and disrespectful, I'll give you that prank. Well, listen. I still feel like that's a bit excessive. A, a, a solid ass whooping, justifiable. But outside of that, like teenagers or tweens or whatever listen, you want to call it. If you have kids, if you have a niece or a nephew, if you have little cousins, teach them not to do this. Well, yeah, because it's not okay to do. It's not okay to do. It's not. I'm not condoning it at all. Silly string, sure, why not? My thing is, people don't think about the shit that happens when they do shit. Oh, yeah, that's that's the definition like, of teenagers. I have to pay for a new fucking paint job because the side of my car is cracking. That's not fun. It's not. So, yeah, in my angry rage, whatever happens to them. I hope their mother never returns home. Oh, my God. I hope their father goes to go get some milk and he never returns as well. TJ. I hope that they become orphans. TJ. Would that be right? Orphans? There's no mother and no father. Yes, yep, that would be. I hope they become orphans. Because you, your, your card paint is peeling. Because they are little shits. <laughs> Karma is a bitch. They will get their comeuppance. You never did any type of stupid childish pranks when you were a kid. Not to say throwing eggs, but like you've never done anything like that was an inconvenience to adults around you. Like what? Like I don't know. No. Did you ding dong ditch? Did you? Uh, What's ding dong ditch? Ding dong nigga knocking. Yes. I okay. Have. So somebody could have been like working, <laughs> coming home from their third shift, and they're tired, <laughs> and you come in here banging on their door, running off, and it's just like, what happens if the wrong person answers the, the wrong person answers the door, and they have a gun and they blow them away? You think the fifteen-year-old TJ would have deserved that? No. For the sake of the argument, yes. No, because <laughs> you blow know. that nigga away. <laughs> no. Anyway, you, you laugh because you know I'm telling the truth. Like I'm it's being, not. I'm not condoning. I'm being excessive. I, I know I am, but I'm just saying it, it was very frustrating because, listen, I, I'm I'm all for a good joke, pranks and shit like that. But when you start damaging property, fair, then it's there should it, be some bigger consequences. Yeah, absolutely, it, it definitely can. Have you talked to our neighbors? Because you said they egg their cars too. Oh, I went to our next door neighbor. He, they, they didn't see nothing. He didn't even care. He didn't wipe the shit off. So, <laughs> you know. But more incentive for us to get a house with, uh, with a garage. Fuck these spots. Goals. So, well, I'm sorry that you got egged. Um, your car got egged. I, you know, it was traumatic for me as well because it, it brought up my own personal trauma with um, eggings. Um, I fortunately though was able to get the egg yolk off of my American Eagle vest that I had on. Aren't you lucky? Yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, lighten the mood a little bit. Well, my elevator, I am going up.
Um, both parts of my elevator talk, I probably touched on. Rec- I know I touched on one recently. I know I might have touched on one in any one of our previous episodes. But um, as silly as it sounds, I will never get tired of Twitter. Twitter, to me, is fucking hilarious. There is something always funny on Twitter, and it's always there before it gets to any other social media platform. And this week's, like, Twitter moment that solidified why I will never delete that app was because we're, we are in Halloween week. I witnessed a woman who was a stripper or an exotic dancer at a club, and instead of her being in a typical, like, thong or G-string or whatever, this woman had on the entire inflatable T-Rex costume and was doing splits and was dancing. And then on top of it, to kind of add some nuanced nuance to it, the music playing in the background was like a remix of the Jurassic Park theme song. And I thought that shit was hysterical. The little uh, things that... It's, a, it's always the little things that crack me up. Like, I am easily entertained and I'm not going to deny it. Um, so that's one thing. And another thing yeah. I like is that... By the time this episode drops, I will be in New Orleans celebrating my girl Mercedes for her bachelorette weekend. I've been working really hard on organizing a really good weekend for her um, as her matron of honor um, with the maid of honor. And um, I just I'm excited to be in New Orleans because it's my favorite city in the world. But I'm also excited to do it in this capacity where I'm celebrating one of my closest friends and her upcoming nuptials. So, with that being said, those are my elevator pieces. Congratulations. I hope you have a great time fine and bopping. You mad? No. Okay. I will have a great time thotting and bopping. I just, I just had to. And and I ordered me, because we're getting here. So, some of us are getting here on Halloween. And I had to, we, had to, we decided to go and dress as, like, city girls or hot girls, whatever floats your boat. Exactly. And... and- I want you to understand what she just said, and that's why I said she's out there thighing and bopping. Yeah, I have a good. So go ahead. My I ordered some biker shorts because I feel like that's like part of the uniform, and they were too big. But now I'm kind of in a lurch. So, but I I did order some other ones off of Amazon that will be here by tomorrow. So hopefully those will work out. Um, otherwise I'll you know have to continue to look for some. But well, you have a great time. Thank you. That. I'm going to be a single father, you know. I mean, I was when you were in Miami, so. No, you weren't. How was I not? Because you were, I was still around. You were in Miami. Yeah, so that doesn't make you a single mother. But me being in New Orleans makes you a single dad. Exactly. You got it. You understand my logic. You are just A1 with your logic today on all subjects. Anyway. Um, but that is my elevator talk for this week. And with that, I yield. And But now we're going to go ahead and move right on to our relationship tip. relationship tip of the week. All right. I'll start this off, too. Because <laughs> you're going to try and like steal my thunder. But go ahead. I'm not trying to steal your thunder. I just want to talk about the bullshit that Danny pulled. So Dolomite came out. Yes. And she decides to watch it without me. There is now, context. Let me let me give my context. Anytime there's a new movie, I ask Danny, hey, did you want to see this? In do a you theater. Wa- do you want to see this? 
have you seen this? I'm thoughtful enough to be able to include my wife. It's not reciprocated. So, so my- therefore, my tip is check to see if your partner wanted to be a part of whatever that situation is. If it's something new, it's a new release. I don't care if it's on Netflix. Listen, when I'm watching my B-class, C-class, D-class movies, I still offer it to you. Even though I know you don't want to see it, I, you but I just want to give you that opportunity to say yes or no. I do. So my mm. relationship tip is, listen, when in a relationship and there's something new that comes out and you know that you and your partner watch new things together as a team, as a tandem, it's okay to ask. It's okay to say, hey, this new movie came out. Did you want to watch it together? Don't be selfish. I wasn't trying to be selfish. Don't I mean my mind the situation. I was. So to give context, y'all. I was taking out my braids, which means I was stuck in the same spot for an extended period of you time. Watch Golden Girls. I could have, but I did not want to. And when I went on oh, Netflix you didn't to, want to to watch, when I went to Netflix, uh-huh. it was the first thing that was there, and I was like, oh, "Let me give because it because it's a brand new movie that let came." Let me out. give it a chance. Let me give it a chance by myself, solo dolo. Well, how I was w- the movie? It was pretty good. Okay, I will rewatch it with you. No, I don't want to watch it with you. Kick rocks. So. Is this a bad time to tell you that after Dolomite went off, I started watching Raising Dion? <laughs> Listen. And then that one, I was like, you're not into it because you don't like science fiction. You could marry somebody, but you don't know them. <laughs> you don't know the shit out of them. <laughs> Before I started watching um, Snowfall, I said, babe, do you want to watch it? Gave you that opportunity. Did you? And you were, yes, I did. And you were too busy. So then you wound up catching up, watching whatever episode I, I was watching. Okay. But I at least gave you the opportunity. Babe, do you want to watch Raising Dion? No, you already, you, already, <laughs> you already watched the whole fucking shit. I did not. I'm not done. You're not done. How many how many episodes is in it? Eight or it's, ten? It's, and, and how many have you watched? Seven. It's, I've watched like or nine. five. <laughs> you ain't shit. Okay, so my relationship tip is to not watch movies or TV shows without asking your partner first because even if you know that you're only doing it because you're a captive audience to taking out your braids or because you know that they're not big on science fiction stuff so you figure they won't mind but it's important to at least ask it's the the courtesy of asking is what i think is missing there but i will i will take ownership for that i will take that l this time okay because I should have asked, even though... So that's a double L. No, it's yeah. one L. You're taking the L for watching the movie and the TV show. Actually, no, it's a triple L. It's TV and, and, and the movie without me. And my tip is based off of me, so... That's a bit triple excessive. Triple entendre. And that's not a triple entendre, but I it's wanted not. to say it, so... That's what we're going to go with. That's a big, like, stretch. But you know what? Take what you need to feel better. I'll give you that. That wasn't even genuine. You're a terrible person. I'm a terrible... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Go you ahead. You watch movies without people. You don't mean... Sometimes you just... What was... I I didn't want to watch anything old. Cool. Well, I'm watching everything by myself now. You do anyway. No, I don't. What have you not watched by yourself? What have I watched by myself that I didn't ask you? 
You've only at okay. No, no, no. Go ahead. Talk, Danny. <laughs> oh. Danielle. Okay. No, we're done. We can go. We can move on. That's crazy to me. Let's just go people, there. People don't like the the real. That's that's all it is. And on that note, we're gonna go into my word of the week. Mm. And my word of the week is impecunious. Mm. Impecunious. If you are hard up, broke, penniless, or strapped for cash, you could describe yourself as impecunious. Then maybe you could make some money teaching vocabulary words. That was supposed to be a joke. Interesting. So, Danny. Impecunious. Hmm. I have not heard of this word before. Impecunious. I'm going to screw this up. Impecunious. Can you use it in a sentence? No. <laughs> okay. Um, impecunious. Impecunious. I am P impecunious E Impecunious. I don't know if it's a C or if it's a Q U. Impecunious. Q U. Okay. Impec. No. I M P E C U N I O U S. Yes, that is correct. But you spelled it wrong, and you see me shake my head now. So you actually don't get that. But yeah. you shook your head. Now, now, now she didn't see me shake my head. Because I'm like, crazy. I'm like looking, like I'm looking around. But okay, I, I'll give fine. you the point. No, it's okay. If I, if you thought I, 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 I will help. I you. didn't see you shake your okay. head. But I believe you. Okay, you're a trustworthy person. Are you trying to like say that to be facetious? No. Or you, you think I'm a trustworthy person? I do think that you're a trustworthy. Well, person. Well, I appreciate that. You spelled it right. I wouldn't even know how to fucking use that in a sentence. So, what does it mean again? It means if someone is hard up, broke, penniless, or strapped for cash. Um, the college student often made top ramen in his room because of his impecunious lifestyle. Sorry, that was me dropping my phone being dramatic. That's why I married you. You're so smart. <laughs> Thank you. And on that note, we're going to take a moment. We're going to take a break from our sponsor, Gain Sports Gear. Mm. And then we'll be back with the episode. Okay. Hey, friend. It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gain's Load and Lock Grips by Gain Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at gains, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. And... We're back. Welcome. Thanks for sticking with us. 
You stopped it? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did you stop it? No, it's still oh. going. <laughs> I'm acting. I'm having a slow moment, y'all. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You have a lot of those. Listen, it wouldn't be an episode of Love is Coral if TJ wasn't being a shady lady, right? I mean, I'm not being shady at all. You know? You're not being shady? No, you know. Rain Man was smart. So now you're trying to call me like an, an, an autistic, like a savant? I'm just, I'm saying he was smart. He, Radio well, was smart. Radio was not smart. Don't disrespect me like that. Radio wasn't like. I haven't even seen radio and I can tell you that he was not smart. Radio was smart. How was he smart? Enlighten me. I can't remember the movie, but. Okay, then. He was like influential. Am I like I Am Sam too? I don't know what I Am Sam is. So. You know, the one with Sean Penn? Do you know who Sean Penn is? Yes, he's an actor. Okay. You are something else trying to call me slow. Well, at this time, we are ready for our quarrel for this episode. So no letter this week, but we actually have a double header lover's quarrel, which I think it might be our is this would this be our first double header of quarrels? We're like eighty episodes in. I don't remember. Oh, I don't I've, remember yesterday. <laughs> Fair enough. So, do you want to do mine first, or do you want to do yours first? Um, we could do mine. Okay, so go ahead, set us up. So it's come out recently that Flavor Flav is a is the father to a two month old. Mm-hmm. Flavor Flav is. How many? Is he in his 60s? He is 60 years old. He's a Pisces, too. You know, that's not surprising. Whatever. So He's a um, very emotional creature. I don't know how many kids. He has a lot of kids. I mean, one of them is on Growing Up Hip Hop. Three of them on our own. Oh, three of them? Okay, I just only remember the girl. The girl and his two sons. One of his sons looked just like him. Either way. uh So he's 60. And it had me thinking, like, should there be, like, an age limit Mm. of when parents can't have children? Now, granted, they probably would never do this. But, you know, it's kind of like how in Alabama or whatever these one of those states were trying to impose this, like, ban on, on abortions. But why not do like a ban on like once you hit a certain age, you can't have kids? Well, you're right. And the reason why I feel this way is because sorry for cutting you off. But Mm -hmm. what kind of life are you going to give a child when you are old as fuck? (laughs) Like at 60, when this child turns 21, Flavor Flavor will be 81 if he makes it to 81. How unfair is, you know what I mean? Like, your other kids may, you know, Pop died, you know. We were expecting this. Mm -hmm. But how do you explain that to a five-year-old if, you know, that happens? You know what I mean? It's it's those type of things that I feel like we don't talk about. I mean, I think it's, I think it is somewhat irresponsible to be having children later in life. If you know that, like, maybe your health isn't great or your financial situation isn't great, but at the same so time... So, if your health is great and your financial situation is great, then it's okay for you to have children? I, that's what I was... I think I was going to get at. Like, I mean, 
you know, the argument could be made that like, yes, if you are older, if you're 50s or something like that, and you're having children or have a child that, or 60s even, yes, like obviously your life expectancy is shortened greatly than somebody who has a kid in like their 20s or 30s. But at the same time, you're more established, you know yourself better, you're maybe a better provider. If, if Even if this is not your first kid or if this is your first kid, um, it's, it's, it's not, I can understand the logic about like their kid not being like, you know, you're not being around there for all of your kids miles and stuff because you already so much older when they're born. But then at the same time, like, who are we to like prevent people from like, we're not going to be able to prevent people, prevent people from procreating. But I mean, if we. Well, they tried to do that with the women. I, I was just using that same situation of just saying, like, if we're trying to pass laws to say if a woman is six weeks pregnant or whatever it was, three weeks, it was something like really short mm-hmm. that if they got an abortion, it was like punishable. So why? Like, if we're thinking that way. And they're probably doing that because they want to make sure that white women are still having children and forcing them to have children so that way they're not mm-hmm. out outnumbered. Mm-hmm. Population. But I feel like it's irresponsible for an adult to have a child at an old age just because of the, the possibilities of you not being there. Why you make that face? Um... Because I just thought of something in the sense that, like, that is a fair argument, and I get that. But to counter that, you could be 27 and have a child and die three weeks after the kid is born. That's fair. But that's different than you're 27 and you die because of something happens or health-related, whatever, as opposed to you being in your age. So if you were 85 years old and being a father, because you can, it's okay. I'm not saying necessarily it's okay just because you can. I think it's just that, but it's, I just don't think it's for us to decide when is the right time. I just think that at certain age, it's not fair. So for me, when you're having a child, your life becomes about that child. But once you get a certain age, it's kind of like how how can you make your life about said child when you know you're kind of at the end elderly. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess it just depends on the person. The person, though. I just, I no. just, I think that well, like that's don't why we're having a conversation. I, I don't. Don't get me wrong. So you it's, nothing wrong with it, as long as it, they are financially stable. And I'm not going to say it doesn't give me sometimes give me the heebie jeebies when I hear about like, like I heard about like a couple in, you know, India had their first child at the ages of like 70 and 73 or something like that. And that's fucking selfish. And I, but at the same time, like, I, I don't know. Like, you don't I think guess, that's a little selfish? You, you don't think it's selfish to have your, to have a child 70? You're in your 70s. So you're saying that. When that child turns twenty one, you would have to make ninety one. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think. I'm you don't not think saying that's it's just not- a little bit irresponsible. I think. 
I can see why it's a little bit irresponsible. But these people were like wanted kids their entire marriage and they never got lucky. And then they were and then because by the time modern medicine came along and like in vitro stuff came along. I get that. I'm just that's saying, why they were able to. OK, conceive. So, so, so now you have this child at 70. This is your. So as a parent, you should be preparing them for. Listen, your demise. We're not going to be here. I mean, I get it. I may not see you uh, graduate. I may not see you get married. I may not see your your children. I may not see my grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes we do things based off of our wants or needs, and we don't think about the effect of our decisions. I, I'm okay with you with the longevity thing, but like, what if somebody is genuinely like, I'm 55 and this is the first time I've been like emotionally, mentally, phys- physically, monet- monetarily stable and like they want a kid. I mean, you could do whatever you want. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you can't. I'm just thinking that there should be. So he has seven kids. Sorry. Flavor Flav. Yes. Yeah, he has seven kids, and now this is this. This will make his eighth child. Yeah, honestly, though, I will say this: let's, like we can add an asterisk to this conversation is that it's mostly directed towards men because it's like how late is too late to have? Yeah, kids. no, because women typically like. Well, no, because because you just said that there was a woman in her seventies. She was so, married to it was so, a couple. All right, but what I'm trying to say, yes, men. I feel like once you get to a certain age, as a man, why am I still shooting the club up? No, nah, you gotta shoot the club up. That's the. <laughs> oh, but she's supposed to have security at the door. Sure, but I think. Or or or, I, I or think get a vasectomy. I you th- have seven kids. Would you get a vasectomy? No, <laughs> I would not. But you could tie your tubes. Fair. Because you know you're not like once you're no longer having children, then there is no. You don't need, need it no more. But if me and you have a breakup and my new joint want a kid, feel me? I might have to give her that. Oh but my. if I'm 65, I'm like, nah, you ain't getting no kids. Oh my you god! You got to get a goddamn dog. We can get a cat. We can get a cat and a dog. Cat dog. Oh my god! I just think that ultimately, it's it's in poor taste, but. At the same time, there are extenuating circumstances that, I get that. lead to these things. I'm but, not taking that away from that. But, I just think that there should be. I just think that before. I think that's a decision that people shouldn't make without understanding the the, the issues that might come from from making that decision. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like we can do whatever we want. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we can't, but is it responsible? Is that a responsible decision to bring a child in this world when you are in your 60s? You got one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel? I mean, I don't know what the average African-American male life expectancy, life expectancy is, but I know that he had like drug issues or whatever. So that can help fasten it. I just think that... He was being irresponsible, mm-hmm. obviously, because he's having unprotected sex. And he denied it too. He denied what? The baby. He he acknowledged that was his kid at first. Well, he probably denied it because he probably thought that he yeah, was he Gucci. Just, just spraying. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so Danny, so TJ is at this point in my life. I feel like it's irresponsible. Danny feels like it depends on where you are at in your life and what you're doing with your life. 
to I make a decision. I think so. Um, I suppose. So, but I will so say, me and you break up. To your up. point, though. Me and to, you break up. To your point. Let me finish speaking. Let me give my hypothetical. Oh, boy. We're not together. Mm-hmm. I'm financially stable. Mm-hmm. I'm booming. And I'm like, I'm 60, and I'm like, hey, Danny, just wanted to let you know. I got a, I got a child in a way. The fuck you do? What is, no. Me and you're not together no more. Oh. I, you're not listening. I said we're not together. Oh, okay. I'm financially stable. This is not my business. We could still, if me and you aren't together, we we should still be friends. Okay. Unless you, I mean, listen, we have to be friends for Tatum. We have to be co-parents for Tatum. We have to be co-parents. All right, well, listen, you used to be my friend. We started out as friends, but, you know, I guess if you. He's still my friend. Nah, He's, whatever. But I was going to say, to your point, they make older people take, like, legit driver's test and vision tests as they get older, like, they have to come in and like verify they're able to like see and they know all the like maneuvering rules. So maybe at some point, you know, they will have something like that as well. And this is to your point where they would just like say like, "Oh, you're this age, you're cool, good for procreation. You're this age, you're like, um, well, let's a man can slow down. procreate forever for the most part. Well, as I said, the conversation is more directed towards men yeah, because yeah, men yeah. are able to just like spread their little nasty seed everywhere. You're right. You can also smoke crack if you want. Oh, my God. Doesn't mean that it's right. We're switching gears. Doesn't mean that it makes sense to do. You have that right, right? You have that right to do whatever you want to do. You can go murder a group of people. You have that right. But it doesn't mean it's right. Having children at 60 is... Having children children at 50... Is taboo, but I don't know if it's... I don't know. Well, I mean, taboo in the sense that it's not common, but... I just think that once you've hit a certain age, you 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 should think about. I mean, you actually should. Anytime you have kids, period, you should think about the outcomes. Yeah, but you shouldn't bring a kid in the world knowing that you may not be there for the milestones that they need you there to be. But it's also possible that this could happen anyway. You're right, but what if you have like dementia in your family, and now you are seventy? No, you're eighty. And your dementia is kicking in, and now you don't even know you don't even know this child that you had. I mean, never mind. That's, that's a, you reach. That's a, a lot of hypotheticals there. I mean, everything's gonna be a hypothetical. I mean, Flav, Flav may live to one twenty, so then now he got an additional sixty years with his father. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just saying that for me. Got it. Shit, if Tatum hit five and we don't have another child, it's over. We done. I'm done <laughs> with you. Oh, my God. Anyway. Okay. Well, thank you for that. It was an enlightening quarrel. Um, And my quarrel, or I don't know if it's even a quarrel, but, like, just beef, is with this whole Kanye West and Jesus is King album. Um, Y'all, this nigga just be traipsing through the fucking country with these uh, gospel choirs and and arrangements and stuff like that and it's just trying to like bring everybody back into the fold because he's like oh he's a musical genius blah 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 but when you listen to him that shit just doesn't work it doesn't make sense um and i just think that like i would not be surprised if this is trying to be sort of cult i'm not surprised if he's doing this just to get back in the good graces of mainstream media oh he definitely is doing it Listen, but he's, but he's like, once you throw I heard the album was it, whack. 
I heard. I've heard different stuff. I've heard. Okay, mixed reviews. I'll say that too. I haven't even tried to listen to it. I canceled Kanye. But think about when R. Kelly had his first issue. Mm -hmm. And then he came out with the gospel music. He came out with a gospel album Mm -hmm. slash line dance album. Mm -hmm. And people forgot. First off, that gospel album. Who's? R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. It's like one of my favorite songs. Three-way call. Got me through a lot of tough times. But then I I had to cancel them. Hello. Hello. Everybody's on the phone. Hello. That's why it's called three-way call. You're an asshole. (laughs) You're making fun of God. He's going through something serious. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, fuck Kanye. And everyone who's just forgiven him. And didn't... Boondocks did something about that. Like... All you gotta do is just make- put, put some music and people forgive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that he's trying to push this rhetoric of, you know, the Republicans freed the slaves and all this other stuff. Like, he's he, he's he's playing both sides and people are just falling into it. Always and forever. Yeah, so. Um, I just think that, like, it's just all a farce. I think it's like he's trying to do like, some type of cult, church, bullshit. That, like, he's just got clearly unmedicated mental health issues. Um, Which one it is, I'm not sure. But it is really, really, like, like, I just, I can't bring myself to listen to it. I can't bring myself to, like, to really, like, do too much about it because, or excuse me, say too much about it because it's just frustrating. Like, this man is not well. But he's got so much access and so much wealth. And he is, yes, he is, he is a musical genius, absolutely. Does he deserve to be walking on Howard's campus? No. Does he deserve to be at Sunday service in these different cities? No. But people keep coming out to support him, so he's going to keep doing this stuff. But Because he's cool. It's a cool thing. So I don't even call him cool anymore. Kanye's he's definitely cool. cool. The Sunday service thing is like a cool little thing. He remixed so anxious and made it heavenly and... That's all you got to do. All you got to do is just provide something that 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 people consider cool, and then that's what people are going to do. It's like social media. Like, mm-hmm. people portray their coolness, and people eat it up. Even though this person may be corny as fuck in real life, but it's whatever they're portraying. So Kanye's portraying this Sunday service and this Jesus Save is King, me. Jesus... Yeah lifestyle and people eat it up he he's still just it's not right in the head and it just reminds me of like how a charismatic leader can like sway all these people to do what they want and it's i'm just not falling for it like and i don't know what else to say or do to impress upon it but like he's pandering to people he's trying to start this fake church fake cult all the stuff like that and i just feel like it's insulting like it's insulting my intelligence like i see what you're doing here but yet there are people who are gobbling this shit up and that's why i'm just so confused at because i'm like how are you how do you look at him and think this person is like in touch with the lord i just don't i don't get that um i think he thinks he's in touch with the lord listen we know that kanye is not mentally there Mm-hmm. We know that he's mentally has a disability and we can't play into that as much. Or, or actually, no, we're he not playing medicine. into it. 
enough. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, he's a genius. Like it's all just create the juices. It's, yeah, it's as opposed to like he's he's really he might be really sick and. I've always said they need to cut his mic off. They need to let him really get his help, the help that he needs, so that way he can really be himself. Because this isn't the same Kanye. If you look at I Kanye don't. when he first started, when he was doing the, the the deaf poetry jam, and he was starting off, this 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 individual is totally different. And it happened right around when his mother passed away. So when his mother passed away, he kind of. Lost his mind. Kind of lost his mind. It, it, it's the trigger. It was the catalyst. But instead of us trying to get pictures and videos and and, and and get all this information, they need to let him heal. Someone needs to be like, listen, no cameras. Don't record nothing. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's taking a seat back. But it's hard. It's hard as hell trying to make a grown person do what you want them to do. Because you, You're right. A grown person with money... Even like a grown person with an illness, but who has shitload of money. I mean, mm-hmm. think about Britney Spears. Oh yeah, when she went lost her mind too. When she lost her mind, nobody was like, "Hey, no cameras." People were, were recording her flicking, and all of her antics and everything that she was flicking doing. It up. Yep, she was giving people the bird all the time. Shaved her head and and everything else. I think that as society. We have to we have to do a better job of protecting ourselves and, and, and protecting our celebrities and not glorifying glorifying them. I think we need to hold them accountable too. Like Kanye said and did some fuck shit when he it came did. To, so, but, but but my thing is like you drop one little quote unquote gospel album and then people are supposed to be no. push you back in your grace. But that's not but that's how some people are acting and they were like, you know But you can't say that because he did Sunday service for like 25, 30 Sundays. Mm-hmm. He he led up to this. He started it and then, you know, he was doing it where he was doing it. And then he started traveling with it and it became a production. I mean, literally, I mean, literally it's, it was like an album drop. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like the old days when you are preparing for an album you know, you, you start doing promotional buzz and doing different stuff. And that's exactly what it was. Listen, Sunday service was Sunday service. Mm-hmm. It was the Coachella. More, it, it was it, it was it was so big and it was going everywhere. And then it like morphed into what it and is. And then now. it morphed into, hey guys, I got a I got a gospel album coming out. And now we have Jesus is King. So He's a as a piece of work there. So your quarrel with this is what exactly though? I don't think people should be giving him fucking accolades and like singing his praises like, oh, he's a musical genius. No, he's a fucking nut job who really needs to be medicated and treated for his mental health issues while he's getting like himself together. But that's just not the case because people want to keep like feeding the flames and fanning the flames or whatever and because they want to be in proximity to this wealthy person or they don't want to be the one responsible for taking that for I don't even know I just know that like it's Kanye is playing the game and people are falling for the trap and that pisses me off because I'm like it's very cultish they try he tried to sell $200 Jesus socks like who the fuck does that and it's just like you're trying to make a profit off of black people's, you know, un- often black people's unwavering faith in God 
and the church and that and it's like it's like preying on that because I mean I think it's a I think it's, it's kind of a brilliant scheme. But it's still a scheme. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying that it's not a scheme, but listen, if you have people who can't see what it who can't see it for what it is you can't really get mad. I mean, you can be upset about it, but you shouldn't. You should know how people are. And everybody, everyone has FOMO. Well, I'm not saying everyone. Because I, I hate of, to generalize. A lot of people have FOMO. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with missing out on Kanye. Think about it. He was selling his tickets for free. And people were trying to resell those tickets for a profit. That's the kind of life that we're in. I mean, that's the capitalist society. Mm-hmm. That's the capitalism in, in, in America. Try to get a profit off of anything. Fucking sneakers, you got to pay double, triple the price because everyone is trying to be the sneaker man. Yeah, the plug. And because of that, the market is saturated and the market is fucked up. And it's like for people who really just want to who want to buy sneakers just to buy sneakers. Now everyone got to fucking play a game and everything is just pushed up. But we just mm-hmm. have to realize what it is and turn turn eye to it. Fuck this, like. Kanye's still canceled. He's still trying to support Trump. He's still trying to do that. So I don't care how many hallelujahs and holy ghosts are, are said and caught at his Sunday services. I ain't listening to it. I don't. How many times I like come on the piano and start singing this shit? I may have said he she was gonna be like canceled. Him. I don't think he's necessarily canceled for me. I don't care to listen to his new music. But I feel like people can have their own opinion. And even if I don't agree with it. I don't have to I don't have to cancel an individual because we don't see eye to eye on a situation or we don't agree on a situation. I I agree. You don't have to cancel someone just because you don't agree with a situation, but I feel like when somebody is saying something or doing things that are like detrimental to like you personally or like your loved ones or your community of people, then you should not put money in their pockets. That's just how I feel. Nope, that's I mean listen. I'm a big believer of being able to separate artists and from, art. from their art. But this wasn't barely that because I mean I just don't agree with it. I, I I tried to listen to one song, I wasn't feeling it, and I said I'm not listening to it. I'd rather someone tell me these are the songs to listen to and then go from there, but I'm also not gonna listen to it because everybody else is hype beast in it and feeling like we have to listen to it, so mm-hmm. So for Danny, Kanye's still canceled. Absolutely. And Kanye. Pretty much. It makes me sad because there's so many songs that I love and I miss. But uh, well, I'm going to go I'm gonna go still listen to, to my old Kanye and just remember okay. when he was for the people. Wax nostalgic. So, and on that note, I know you're ready to end this. So I'm ready to go snuggle. No, you're ready to go to sleep. And or snuggle. Pack. And do everything else that has nothing to do with TJ. No. Yeah, let me tell you. I'm a snuggle. With my baby. I said it early in the episode, but Danny really went all out for this motherfucking trip. Oh, my God. She don't look like Danielle. I don't know who she looked like. Looking like a exotic thing. Oh, my God. Shut up. But, you know, 
Danny, enjoy your trip. Thank you. I hope that you have a great bachelorette weekend. Me too. Um, I hope Mercedes has like the best time ever. She will. Claire's gonna be there, so. Oh, that's that's it. She oh, y'all gonna be raving. We we're gonna be as our. It's gonna uh, be a whole bunch of Coke, Molly. It's don't just be a whole bunch say of that. Wild. That is not gonna be the case. All right. I, I'm. I've tried to to curate this weekend to be as our friend Rock would say, medium lit, because that's exactly the balance that Mercedes seeks. Claire doesn't know medium lit. Well, Claire is. Claire only has one go. She is. She has one mode. Go mode. Well, she. She's on a thousand. She will. We have we have we have a, right. a, a sliding scale of partiers on our group, so we'll find a happy medium. All right. Once she gets a little twisted, she's gonna be like, "Oh, oh, you're not drinking? Why did you even come to this trip if you're not drinking?" Like, all right. Listen, that's besides the point. Have a great trip, Danny. Thank you. I'm gonna miss you and Tatum. We're gonna miss you too. You know, S- single father moments. You know. Oh boy. Raising my raising my. My young queen to be a great person in, in the world, you know. I can't wait. I'm glad y'all have some daddy daughter time this weekend. Oh, we, well, we have daddy daddy daughter time every morning. You do exactly. So. Well, now you get to have all weekend. Whatever. On that note, this has been, this an been an another episode. Oh, sorry. No, you ah, got it. Jinx. That doesn't You're count. So weird. Go ahead. Okay. On that note, this has been another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Um, you know where to find us when you want to ask us questions or give us feedback, comments. What if they or ev- don't know because it's their first time listening? I'm about to tell them. Okay. Um, if you want to, you know, reach out for questions or have feedback or anything in between, you know, you can find us at Lovers Quarrel Again, Show on Instagram. People saying you know. What if they don't know? If you don't know, Listen, you can find us. You can follow us at wow. Lovers Quarrel Show wow. on Instagram. And you can also find us at Lovers Quarrel 7 on Twitter. And you can email us at Lovers Quarrel Show yeah. at gmail.com. I just have to cut you off because, you know, like you, you, always you, do. you out here lying to these people. Cutting me off like you always do. You know what I mean? If this is their first time, they don't know. So you got it. You know what I mean? I repeat, cutting me off. Listen, I'm just like showing y'all all love. I want to treat y'all all that as the same. I'm not going to. Assume. I have one last thing I do want to say. Go ahead. Rest in peace to John Weatherspoon. Yes. That was. That was very shocking news. It was, and somebody posted on Facebook, and they were like, "Like, put your favorite like quote." And I was like, "Damn, I know a lot of." He had so many like funny lines between his the movies and TV shows that he was I on. Mean, he made the Wayne's br- brothers. So for me, I, that's like. And I started thinking about when his he was he came back and he did his like his uh his R and B group from back in the day and he was like in my love it goes bang bang bang. Anyway, I can't remember the name. I don't know the name of the group. And then somebody like everybody was like commenting on this person's post and it was like, I don't I ain't pussy whipped I whips the pussy. I'm glad that you remember that line. Yes, or my my other personal favorite. Any honestly, pretty much any time I've ever eaten a burrito since then, uh, I just be like hot sauce on my burrito, baby. And that was another. I thought you going to talk about in Friday when he was uh, on the toilet. No, told oh. Miss Pearly. He said, "Oh yeah." She said, "I heard they call you Sweet Dick," and he was like, "Yeah, where you hear that from, baby?" Oh, John Witherspoon. The group name was the Temptones. <laughs> So yeah, R R I P to Pops. 
Pops, John Pops Williams from the Waynes Brothers. Would I say formerly? Would that be the right? Like formerly I mean, known as John Witherspoon, or he's. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, listen. He was also he he, he was in a lot of a the lot Boondocks, of stuff. and the Boondocks are supposed to be coming back. Yeah, I don't know how they would do that. He's great. And his father posted. I mean, his father. His son was like posting like so many like different tweets mm-hmm. talking about his father, and that was like really sad. It'd be like that. And he was in his seventies. So imagine if he had a child at oh sixty. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm just saying. I understand. I get it. That's traumatic. I mean, it's being someone who's lost a parent. Mm-hmm. It's traumatic for you yes. as an adult. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you lost your father when you were five or ten. I have students who lost their parents. I have one student this year who lost his mom and his dad died last year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. But with that, I the, yield. And again, this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. You now know where to find us because we just said yes. two now, minutes now, ago. Now you can say that. Where to find us. That's right. Um, we thank you all, as always, for listening. Um, and as always, I am your girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And you know that we fuss. And we fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.